episode 19 of the Bridgeport Zone podcast. I am your host, Carlos Ortega. Plenty to talk about as far as Bridgeport is concerned. I mean, are you kidding me? There's nothing great to talk about. Well, it is. But right now, we'll do that after we get on with Mr. Billy Doggett. all it takes. I've seen enough Law and Order. I've seen enough Court TV to know what goes on. But get the all-important evidence together so people can make a defense. That's all. Get it together. You know, it is not that hard to do if you're a lawyer. And I'm just assuming that lawyers know this and they have done it for many years. And what I'm trying to get at is, is that the federal judge in the charges that's, that's being bought against Dennis Bradley and Jessica Martinez asked and got a delay in their respective trials for a basic fact. They cannot get evidence as far as discovery is concerned. That's what they call it in law terms in front. Quote. I requested the continuance to my trial schedule and caseload the time necessary to review the discovery provided by the government. Senator Bradigan and I look forward to meeting the charges the government has leveled against him in court. And as I said, Jessica Martinez has a public defender. How did I predict that? That she was going to have a public defender. But on we go. This is what it's all about. They need discovery motion their trial was set for august 2nd it is now december 6th they have got their motion to delay the trial and you know that's pretty much how it's gonna be and you gotta get the things together you gotta have all your ducks in a row when you're on trial for charges like this it's not complicated just get the evidence and share it i think that's a brady thing 
as far as evidence is concerned, you got to share that. And it's important. Bradley and Martinez are looking up to 20 years in prison for wire fraud. They both pled not guilty. They both want to be represented. So they need all the evidence that the government has on them at trial so they can contest it. If you watch enough Law and Order, you see enough court TV, and you see a lot of uh, trials, this is what goes on. They need their evidence, and they need to see it. And according to the state of Connecticut, they were making misrepresentations concerning Bradley's compliance with a state election law and the Citizens Election Program statute. Restrictions and requirements in order to fraudulently obtain or attempt to obtain $179,850 in campaign grants. Now, to me and you, that's a lot of money. To them, it's probably not. But that's something they want to contest because there is 27,435 pieces of documents that they have to look over. They got to look at all this stuff. They got to look. They got to see what they're up against, against the federal government. The federal government can't surprise you. They can't. They can't say, oh, we just got this evidence just like five, ten minutes ago. Oh, hold on a second. No, they can't do that. They got to give everything up. And from that they got arrested to the day they filed a motion for continuance to December the 6th, they said, we don't have enough time. And they were granted. They got the motion. They were given the continuance. And guess what? Glaze said that's part of discovery process. The government produces 69,951 pages that comprises the documents that I mentioned. 27,435 pieces of documents that they have to produce to the defense. What can you do? They had to get the motion granted to them. They had to. I mean, you don't want this trial to get thrown out of court. You don't want to have it thrown out that you didn't produce that piece of evidence. You got to produce it, and they have to look it over. That's law. I know that. The whole world knows that. So if the whole world knows it, and the whole world is going to know it, so what happens? Now, here's something I found very intriguing about the whole thing. And hopefully, as I told you, and I said it before, I said it again, now, I'm going to say it again. Jessica Martinez has a public defender. And I'll say it again. There's nothing wrong with the public defender's office. They do a very admirable job. She does not have a high-profile lawyer representing her. Why am I not shocked by that? It's amazing that she does not have a high-profile lawyer. But I called it. I called it. I called it right from the moment that they got arrested. She's going to have a public defender. He's going to have his own people defend him, pay the money. Now, Jessica Martinez, very attractive woman. Why does she have a public defender and not somebody from another law firm defending her? Looking at all these documents, facing 20 years. Why am I not shocked by all this? Why am I not in a bit surprised by this? It just goes to show that one person has the ability to get a lawyer and she doesn't apparently she has to go with a public defender and hopefully the public defender will do right by her and defend her with the best of the abilities get those 27,000 pieces of documents and 69,000 pages pieces of documents i hope 
that she does. And I hope she does the right thing by herself. I think when push comes to shove, she has to do what's right by her. And hopefully she does it. But in the overall grand scheme of things, this has become what I thought would happen. He has big time lawyers. She has a public defender. Why does she has a public defender? Because in court, she can't afford an attorney. The courts will supply one to you at no cost. But hopefully, hopefully, the public defender's office does right by her because I don't think he's doing right by her. And it begs me to say this. If he was loyal to her, she should have said, hey, where's my lawyer? Oh, I'll get you one. Hey, go get a public defender first. She still has this public defender. And guess what? She has a public defender defending her to the day the trial starts. And hopefully, and hopefully she'll come on my podcast and we'll talk about it. I think I'm willing to talk about it, but I also swore off guests. Hopefully all of this will work out for her. Hopefully will work out for him. But here's another thing. It always goes to show unless you have the money and the connections to go to trial with, you will be in deep trouble. Deep trouble. And hopefully she learns from this. And I hope he learns from this. You can't get away with breaking the rules. You can't. Nobody, I mean nobody, especially in the city, cannot break the rules anymore. And it's come down to a point where people think you break the rules. It's now commonplace. And that can't stand. You can't do that. You got to do the right thing. He didn't do the right thing. She didn't do the right thing. And now they're on trial and they may have to go to jail if they're found guilty. Speaking about people who can't do the right thing, a little feud is going on among city council women. I'll have that next. Mission Impossible. Why did I play that? Well, pretty simply. There is a city councilwoman named Maria Pereira who's making headway about things that are going on in our city. People making and getting campaign contributions, which are a little bit, let me say, shady. Now, when she was first elected to the city council, people should have known in the city council that she would make waves. And she has done that. She's made more waves than anybody. And she's going to continue to. And here's another thing. She's caused more waves. Somebody tried to troll her on Facebook because she was doing one thing or another at the tax assessor's office or the tax collector's office, whichever it may be. But here's the thing. If people are only doing the right things out there, what I mean by the right things doing things that are at or not above the law, 
you're not going to get called out. You're not going to have people like Maria Perra saying, Edie Nieves is doing this. Maria Valley, by the way, full disclosure, I know her husband, is doing this. Anita Martinez should be resigning. Ernie Newton should be contributing and reporting their uh, donation list to the state. However you want to state it. If you're not doing the right things out there, I'm sorry. You are on your own. Because in this city is becoming a big time fucking cliche. It's a big cliche because people do things and know that they're getting away with it. And now a person, an elected official, is coming in and saying, Edith is getting money from here. Maria Valley's getting money here. Anita Martinez is not reporting her contributions to the state. Ernie the Hat Newton's not reporting your contributions to the state. What did you expect? You expect everything to be the same, ho-hum? You expect people to be uh, sitting put and saying, hey, that's wonderful. No, you should be doing the right things. The right things. Not the Spike Lee movie, but you should be doing the right things. And not doing the right things is getting people's tax dollars from the payroll services. Doing the right things is reporting how much you got campaign contributions to the state. That's all you got to do. That's simple. You know a five-year-old could do that and you adults can't? That's crazy. Hey, we, t- we tell five-year-olds every single day. Parents tell five-year-olds every single day what to do and what not to do. It's called right from wrong. And you don't do it. You don't want to do it. You don't think you're not going to get caught doing it. You don't think you're not going to get called down on it. You think you're going to get away with it. Hey, I got two names for you. Dennis Bradley and Jessica Martinez, who I talked about in the first segment. They didn't get away with it. And guess what? She was not even in the city council. And you all are trolling her, especially Anita Martinez, trolling her about getting thrown out of the city's tax collector's office or the tax assessor's office. Wake up. You're running for re-election. And another thing, a lot of you, a lot of you think you're going to win. A lot of you think you're going to win. I do not know the districts that you're in. I don't know what kind of uh, appeal or so forth you have with your voters, but you think this is a foregone conclusion. You think you're going to win. Well, okay, you think you're going to win. You think you're going to get all this from the city and the state and so forth. You think you're going to get your old job back. Listen, not a lot of people don't forget things. They don't. They don't forget the fact that my streets are a piece of shit. My taxes are too high. Why is crime still all over the city? Why are gun violences going on? Why are we still having all-terrain vehicles in the city? You don't think people ask that question? Why is all this still going on? And you think you're going to get re-elected. You think you're going to get re-elected. That's nice. That's a nice thing to hammer home on. Uh, tell your kids, tell your grandkids, hey, I got reelected and I use 
the city of Bridgeport taxpayers to get reelected or get an endorsement. This is why the Democratic machine has to be dealt with in this city. And first of all, don't even start with me about me being a Republican. I've been on both sides of the political aisle. And both parties don't give a darn about you. They only care about, and especially in this city, getting an endorsement and getting re-elected. That's what they do. They want to get re-elected. That's fine. That's fine if you want to make uh, you have big political aspirations. But that's not fine for the city. And it's not fine if you think you're going to have any type, I mean any type of political aspirations beyond the city. Hey, Dennis Bradley had political aspirations from state senator. Nothing is guaranteed. Not even a simple vote from the city of Bridgeport. The citizens will have the final say. And you think by trolling Maria Pereira and doing all kinds of stuff, listen, I don't know how your district is going to vote for you. That's up to them. But here's one thing. Nobody forgets your past. Nobody. Nobody forgets your past. Even if they forgave you, they don't forget. They don't forget. And that's the thing that you and everybody who's running for re-election has to come to grips with. Nobody forgets. And forget about the other stuff. We're talking about what's going on in the city currently. Gun violence. Violence in general. Taxes going way up. You can't tell me taxes aren't going up. They are. And who's paying for it? We are. And to think that City Councilwoman President Edie Nieves and Maria Valley could get away with getting into the city's payroll so they can get an endorsement? Come on. Like I said last week, if you want to get reelected, you gotta go out and meet the masses. Talking about the people. Retail politics, as it's called. You can't do it by taking a shortcut. You can't. And if you're getting out-earned, you're getting out-spent, that's your fault. You shouldn't be dipping in the tin. You can't. Shouldn't do it. And for Nita Martinez and Ernie the Hat Newton, report what you got. Report your campaign, how much money you got. I think it's pretty easy. You know, report it to the election committee or whatever they call. Report it. No shortcuts. That's nonsense. And the reason why I played the Mission Impossible clip is because of one simple reason. Maria Pereira is not going anywhere. She's not. She's not going anywhere because the people in her district elected her. They'll probably re-elect her again along with her partner that she has in the city council. And they're going to do it. Why? Well, plain and simply, they like what she's doing. They like for the fact that she's speaking out. They like for the fact that she's speaking for her district. And they like the fact that she's putting people on notice and saying, I want this done. She doesn't have to do that, but she is. And that's why she's going to get reelected. And that's why all of you are running scared and trolling her. Listen, I got a way you won't troll her. Do the right thing. That's all. Just do the right thing. We'll have that after this.
A member of the Bridgeport City Council filing a complaint with state election officials and the FBI against another member of the Bridgeport City Council. This is not acceptable behavior. Our taxpayers deserve better. And I believe that if I'm correct, that Class C and D felonies have been committed. Maria Pereira alleging City Council President I.D. Nieves used taxpayer money to make sure she and her running mate got the five votes needed for endorsement by the Democratic Town Committee. That's why I hand-delivered a significant complaint with the State Elections Enforcement Commission in Hartford and our local FBI office last week, alleging that City Council President Nevis, along with others, are engaged in the use of taxpayer funds to secure the votes she needs at the Democratic Convention next week to be re-endorsed and to secure votes in her own district from her voters. She believes Bridgeport residents deserve honest, transparent leadership from their elected officials. The Democratic primary is set for September 14th. Nieves did not respond to our request for comment. The bottom line is, this is what you're going to get. You got to dot all your I's, cross all your T's. And if you don't do that, then you're going to have a little trouble. And that trouble comes in the form of Maria Pereira. Like I said before, Ask Dennis Bradley and Jessica Martinez. This is what you're going to get. Because nobody, I mean nobody, in the Bridgeport City Council, whoever, didn't do the right things. Certainly Dennis Bradley didn't, and look what happened to him. Certainly Jessica Martinez was there with him, so look what happened to them. So you have to do the right things. Said that earlier. I played that because there is something there that is taking place that she feels it's not right. There's nothing wrong with that. She can feel however she wants. And people are trolling her. Anita Martinez is trolling her and all that other stuff. Not only is Maria Pereira a member of the city council, a citizen of the city. She can do that. She can file a complaint. She can do it. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't know why people think that um, that people are just certain to get reelected, certain if they do it this way, certain if they do it that way, that they won't be called out on the carpet. Well, guess what? You have been. And what you're going to do? Are you going to do it above board? Are you going to do the right things? All that stuff. Are you going to report how much money you took in in campaign contributions? Are you going to do all that? Is it that hard? For you to say, here, here's how much I got in campaign contributions. Go ahead. Hey, sift through all that. Is it that hard? Is it that hard not to get an endorsement from the Democratic town, town Committee? Is it that hard? Look how much money I raised. Look how much money I got. Blah, 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 blah. Come on. reason why you're mad about this and the reason why you, you don't like it is because a person is complaining about it. Nobody hasn't complained. Nobody hasn't said this is not right. More or less now, is it a, a, something I won't get arrested for? Will I get arrested for getting taxpayer dollars this way and turn it into campaign contributions? Y'all never thought of that. You never thought about that. You never thought that this would take place ever in the city of Bridgeport. You can get away with it. You can go out there and 
get contributions this way, contributions that way. Well, now somebody called you out on the carpet to it. And guess what? Because like I said before, I'm going to keep saying it. You need to go out and talk to the people. Talk to them. What are they feeling? How are they feeling? What is life like? What is life like in the city of Bridgeport? What are things that we can do to improve things in the city of Bridgeport? What can we do? That's all that you have to ask. You don't have to do things that are allegedly underhanded, shady, pretty much bordering on against the law. And by the way, I'm not saying that they broke the law. I'm not saying that at all. I don't know if they did broke the law. I really don't know. But when you don't report anything, let me put it this way, get money out of unorthodox ways, it's going to come back and bite you. Can't just do that. Can't just say, I want this, I want that, don't say anything, everything's fine. It don't work that way anymore. You got somebody calling you out on it. Got somebody saying, look, you're not doing it. You don't get it. You can't do it this way. You can't do it that way. It's not going to work anymore. But, hey, I'm just a podcaster. I don't know uh, shit from Shinola about politics, about campaign contributions. I don't know anything about that. I wouldn't know. I'm not going to be into politics. I don't get into that. I talk about it. That's what I'm doing right now. But I'm not going to go out there and trying to get reelected either. I'm not. But I do know this. If you're going to get money, you're going to have to do it the right way. You have to get the money the right way. That's all. It's not hard. It's pretty simple. You go over there and however you want to do it and tell your uh, donors and uh, people who want to donate what your plans are. How are you going to do it? Don't do it in a shady way by saying, hey, I'm going to go into the city's tax collector's office or the tax assessor's office and take this amount of money from that person, that amount of money from that person. I don't know how it's done. Don't hold me to it. I really don't know how it's done. All I'm going by is what has been reported by Maria Pereira, who she reported to the state, the local FBI, and then they're going to do their own thing. And by the way, as I said before, she has done this before and somebody got indicted, arrested. Two, as a matter of fact, and I mentioned them already. So whatever you're doing, I'm not going to say it's wrong. I'm not going to say it's right because I don't know what the law is. How do you get campaign contributions? How? I don't know. That's the thing. I don't know. What I do know is this. People have to understand what they're getting into. And if they don't know, they should know. Who's running in my district? Who's running against that person in the other district? Who are their partners are? How are they getting their money through their campaigns? How are they getting their donations? much are they getting into donations? How much are they getting in their donations? How much? I don't know how much. I don't know. 
but I do know this. I just want people to hear this. They need to do it right. That's all. Do it right. And if they don't do it right, then there's a problem. That problem's not going to go away. They think it's not going to go away. That's what they think. That's why Maria Pereira is here. And when she got elected, that's what you're going to get. You're going to get this. You're going to get people a little bit peeved by what she is doing. A little peeved. But ultimately, and fashionably, it's going to be something that even they would even say is something that we all needed to happen. We all need to have a little bit uh, of a something of a person who will call us out on the carpet in the city council, in the city, and so forth, and tell us what's going on. may not be liked by people, but in the end, you have her, and you will know one thing. She ain't playing around. And when, she, and when you knew that she got elected, your city council will not be the same. <laughs> That's going to do it for episode 19 of the Bridgeport Zone podcast on every Wednesday at 9 p.m. I'm Carlos Ortega. It's the P.O.D. Is that right? I'll get it right. We'll see you on Wednesday. (laughs) 